Section 70 of Slave Narratives, a Folk History of Slavery in the United States from Interviews with Former Slaves, Volume 11, North Carolina Narratives, Part 1. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Slave Narratives, a Folk History of Slavery in the United States, from Interviews with Former Slaves, Volume 11, North Carolina Narratives, Part 1, by Various. The Story of George W. Harris, 604 East Cabarrus Street, Raleigh, North Carolina. Hey, don't go around that post getting in between you and me. It's bad luck. Don't you know it's bad luck? Don't want no more bad luck than what I've already got. My name is George Harris. I was born November 25th, 82 years ago. I've been living in the city of Raleigh on to 52 years. I belong to John Andrews. He died about the time I was born. His wife Betsy was my missus and his son John was my master. Their plantation was in Jones County. There were about a dozen other slaves on the plantation. We had plenty of food in slavery days during my boyhood days, plenty of good sound food. We didn't have exactly plenty of clothes, and our places to sleep needed things. We were in need often in these things. We were treated kindly, and no one abused us. We had as good owners as there were in Jones County. They looked out for us. They let us have patches to tend and gave us what we made. We did not have much money. We had no church on the plantation, but there was one on Marster's brother's plantation next to his. We had suppers and socials, generally gatherings for eatin', socials just to get together and eat. We had a lot of game to eat, such as possums, coons, rabbits, and birds. The plantation was fenced in with rails about ten feet in length, split from pine trees. The cattle, hogs, and horses ran out on the free range. The horses ran on free range when the crop was laid by. There was an old mare that led the horses. She led them, and when she would come home at night, they followed her. The first work I'd done was drapping tater sprouts, drapping corn, thinning out corn, and rounding up corn, and mining the crows out of the field. They did not teach us to read and write, but my father could read, and he read the hymn book and testament to us sometimes. I do not remember ever going to church during slavery days. I have never seen a slave whipped, and none ever ran away to the north from our plantation. When I was a boy, we children played marbles, prison-based, blindfold, and tag, hide-and-seek. They gave us Christmas holidays and Fourth of July and lay-by time. They also called this time crap hillin' time. Most of the time when we got sick, our mother doctored us with herbs, which she had in the garden. When we had side pleurisy, what they call pneumonia now, they sent for a doctor. Dr. Hines treated us. We lived near Trenton. When the Yankees took Newburn, our master had us out in the woods in Jones County, minding horses and taking care of things he had hid there. We got afraid and ran away to Newburn in Craven County. We all went in a gang and walked. The Yankees took us a deep gully ten miles this side of Newburn and carried us inside the lines. They asked us questions and put us all in jail. They put my father to cooking at the jail and gave us boys work around the yard. They put the others at work at horse stables and houses. The smallpox and yellow fever caught us there and killed us by the hundreds. Thirteen doctors died there in one day. Just for General Lee surrendered, they carried us to Petersburg, Virginia, and I waited on Major Emery, and the others worked for the Yankees. When the surrender came, we went back home to Craven County, next to Jones County, and went to farming. 
Something to eat could not hardly be found. The second year after the war, we went back to old Marster's plantation. He was glad to see us. We all eat dinner with him. We looked over the place. I looked over the little log cabin where I was born. Some of the boys who had been slaves farmed with old Marster, but I worked at my trade. I was a brick molder, yes, a brick maker. My mother was named Jenny Andrews and my father was Quash Harris. My father belonged to the Harris family on the next plantation in Jones County. After the surrender, we all went in his name. We changed from Andrews to Harris. I do not recollect my grandmother and grandfather. I can't recollect them. Marster told us directly after they declared war, he expected we would all soon be free. The majority of the slaves did not want to be free. They were stirred up. They didn't want it to be. They didn't want no fighting. They didn't know. I married Mary Boylan, first of Johnston County, at Wilson's Mill, January 4, 1878. Here is the family record. Old Marster made me copies after the war, and I copied this. George Harris was married the year 1878, January the 4th. George Harris was born the year 1855, November the 25th. I had five brothers, but they are all dead, for as I know. John Nathan, Lewis, David, Jefferson, Donald, and my name George. My sisters, Marianne, Sarah, Lucy, Penny, Emmeline, Lizzie, Nancy, Leah, and one I can't remember. That's all. I thought Abraham Lincoln was a great man. I remember him well. I think he done the best he knowed how to settle the country. Mr. Roosevelt is a smart man. He is doing the best he can. I think he is going to help the country. End of section 70